Production support comes from Smithville, a locally owned business serving central and southern Indiana since 1922 with residential and business internet, voice, and security services. Smithville, local pride, global technology. Information at smithville.net. And from IU School of Public Health Bloomington, addressing public health needs by preventing disease, promoting health, and improving quality of life across the state and around the world through research, teaching, and community engagement. Offering undergraduate and advanced degrees. publichealth.indiana.edu. Welcome to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg, editor of the Herald Times, along with co-host Mary Catherine Carmichael. And this week on Noon Edition, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. Uh, We have a panel of food, health, and travel experts ready to talk about different ways that you can maintain your resolutions after you make them in the new year. And we hope that you'll give us a call and let us know what your resolutions are and, and what you think about the whole New Year's tradition of setting resolutions for the next year. You can call us at 855-0811 or toll-free at 1-877-285-9348. You can also join us live on uh, wfiu.org slash noon edition. And if you choose to join us, you'll be talking with uh, with Mary Catherine and myself and also our three guests, Margie Cobo, who's the adult health director of the YMCA in Monroe County, Katie Shepard, a registered dietitian at Indiana University Health at the Indiana University Health Center, and also Debbie Isom, the manager of travel leaders, travel Agency. Agency, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So go ahead and give us a call, and we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. So I know Mary Catherine asked you, but only Margie said you have resolutions for the year. What are they? And how are you going to keep them? Um, Well, my resolution that I made on New Year's Day was to inspire someone, at least one person, every day. Oh, wow. wow. Wonderful. Okay. Well, you've got a chance today to inspire a lot of us. <laughs> you could get well into February if you do this right today. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, so, uh, you know, all of you deal with uh, with people uh, all the time. I mean, typical resolutions might be, well, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to eat better. Maybe I'm going to have more fun and travel more. I mean, so you deal with people who might make resolutions. What, uh, you know, how successful are people usually that, that you see? Katie? Um, well, I'm not sure I, I know exactly how often people are successful, but I, I think I know how you can be successful and how mm-hmm. it, you're more likely not to be successful. And for me, many of my clients and patients, you know, their New Year's resolution is that they want to eat healthier in order to lose weight. Um, and, you know, if you just have your New Year's resolution be, oh, I want to lose weight, you're, you're not likely to be successful because I think you need to be more specific as to how you're going to achieve that goal. So I really encourage people to use the SMART um, acronym for, for choosing goals, which stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. Um, so, you know, consider... You know, be specific as to what you're going to do in order to achieve that New Year's resolution and um, have it be measurable and objective mm-hmm. um, rather than subjective. Mm-hmm. And Margie, I know, you know, I've been a member of the Y since um, actually since before there was a building. Uh, so it's been a long time. And I know that with the building every year in January and February, there are a lot more people, it seems to me, than there are in March and the rest of the year. So I, it seems like people are making resolutions and they stick to them for a little while and then they don't. Is that your experience when people are wanting to be fit? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the first couple months of the year are really, really busy. Um, and in fact, December was very crowded. Um, so I think people made resolutions maybe a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I work with a population that has been sick for a long time with either acute or chronic situations. And um, when they get introduced to our programming, we set goals. And mm-hmm. that's probably the hardest part of the programming for them is mm-hmm. to determine goals and and not only set them and write them down, but, um, you know, how are they going to reach those or at least try to attain them mm-hmm. and do it 
in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, yeah. So what what are I mean for both of you? I mean, what do you think are the biggest obstacles to people? They don't have a realistic idea of of how to get where they want to go. I think accountability has mm-hmm. a big play, mm-hmm. and you know who's going to make them accountable, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know whether it's through journaling. You know, I think Katie can. <laughs> attest to that if they write things down then especially eating then they know what they're eating mm-hmm. and if they don't know what they're eating then um you know they can't make adjustments but you know if they know and then katie knows then she can help them mm-hmm. and make changes that you know small changes right and i think that's what people try to do is have a try to make a lot of changes or big changes <coughs> and they want quick results. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing that people don't always consider is what the barriers are going to be. Um, It's best to try to figure out what those barriers are going to be ahead of time and how you're going to overcome those barriers when when they arise. Mm -hmm. For example, somebody who travels a lot or has to spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time in their automobile and so they drive through a fast food place. Exactly, exactly, where you could... Um, you know, plan ahead of, for that situation where the night before you pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which would be much healthier than a fast food hamburger. Or um, another thing that a lot of people will do, um, you know, we all know we should be eating more vegetables, mm-hmm. right? So people will stock the refrigerator full of fresh vegetables and then, you know, life will get in the way and they'll be busy or they won't have time to prep them. Um, so then the vegetables will rot in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my solution to that would be, well, buy frozen vegetables. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to heat them up. You don't, there's no very little prep work involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, trying to think of, you know, little things like that to, to overcome barriers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Our phone numbers today, uh, as always, 855-0811 or 877-285-9348. You can also join our live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. We're talking about New Year's resolutions. We want to know which ones uh, you've made, if you've made any, and how you uh, plan to keep them. Uh, I want to ask Debbie, uh, who's a manager of Travel Leaders Travel Agency, about um, you know travel in the new year. I know you know a lot of people might they make the kind of resolutions about how they're going to stay fit and all that. Some people might make resolutions about how they want to see some new part of the world or they want to explore and you know they haven't gone off anywhere. Um, you know, are, are there particular places that, that people are really uh, interested in seeing these days? Are there places that are, are hotter than they used to be? And I don't mean in heat, but <laughs> right. You know I mean? right. Uh, well. Travel Leaders is a national company, and just at the end of the of 2013, they did a poll of many of us travel agents and asked, what are we seeing in advance bookings? Um, for the United States, it's kind of standard, uh, the similar places that most people go to, Las Vegas being number one, Orlando and Disney World number two. And then uh, I found it interesting that Maui, Hawaii, specifically that one island, mm-hmm. was number three. Uh, I recently got back from there, just mm-hmm. went in November, and, you know, it, it, it's truly the American paradise. So I definitely encourage people to try that one. And at number four is Alaska Cruises. Number five was New York City. Um, a lot of people these days traveling are looking for more of an experience mm-hmm. rather than let's just go stay at a hotel, you know, swim in the pool, that type of thing. They really want to experience something that they can actually talk to their friends about and, you know, have you ever heard of doing this or, you know, you can't believe what there is out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you could go to Thailand and ride an elephant or travel to Vietnam is quite popular these days. Uh, mm-hmm. Going down the, a river, you know, being paddled by someone showing you the sights. So, um, of course, any kind of um, natural wonder, uh, the pyramids in Egypt, although, you know, there is yeah. some unrest over there. Um, so things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what about like themed vacations as far as like things, um, so, vacations centered around eating, gastro- gastronomy, that sort of thing? Are you seeing a, a trend in that at all? Yes. And that sometimes will be groups of people, perhaps um, 
people who enjoy wine might want to do a tour of Napa Mm -hmm. Valley or maybe go to Tuscany in Italy, Um, especially for culinary adventures. You can go and actually participate, make some pasta, go to various cities and have things like that. European river cruisers are very popular, and usually some of that is paired with your cruise where you can actually get off in the town and go experience some kind of a cooking class or a wine tasting and go to the various wineries. Uh, Something I'm very excited about, there's... um, a shift in cruising for those who have been there, done that. They've been on the small ships. They've been on the big ships. Of course, river cruising in Europe and even here in the United States and Canada is popular. But there's something called an uncruise, and it's where it's very adventurous and um, ecologically minded. So it'll be a smaller ship, maybe hold about 36 passengers, but the ship will carry everything for your adventure. They'll have paddle boards. They'll have kayaks. They have snuba equipment um, so you can go down and do some night diving and actually be with manta rays so Mm. we are seeing an increase in those type of destinations Mm -hmm. and activities so you you can i I think you can also blend some of the the ideas of staying more fit with travel Mm -hmm. i mean i know there are some people that like to go on bicycle uh, adventures and hiking adventures either in in you know overseas or even in the US i mean some yes. people like to go to the grand canyon and hike down and back up seems like a tough thing to do well i mean isn't this really all about looking at your life especially over the past year and saying okay here are my deficits here are things i need to improve or even you know in in the case of travel um I only have a limited period of time here on this earth. How am I going to spend it? What yes. you know? What do I? What am I missing? I think about that book, A Thousand Places to See Before You Die. Do Do people reference that when they come to see you? I haven't heard that specific one. No. no? Okay. No. Well, it's yeah. One of my favorite quotes is actually from Saint Augustine, and and he said, "The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page." Mm-hmm. And to me, that just means so much Mm -hmm. because it is you know we're used to things in our backyard and the things around us like even um, you know if you don't have big finances it is especially in Indiana we have a wonderful state and we have so many state parks and adventures that you can do right here but I think it is definitely worth it to save up your um, you know save up a budget create a budget save up for it and do plan something really special at least once in your life if not more. Do you have people who come back to you after their trips and say, wow, my worldview has changed or, you know, I, I just it changed, the, changed me in some profound way? Yes, and we love hearing that because to us, uh, coming to a travel agent these days is more about a relationship building. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just book you on a trip and have you go and, you know, hope that you're satisfied. We really want to know what do you like to do? What have you done in the past? What do you want to get out of this vacation? And when you come back, we really truly want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. It not only is rewarding for us to hear did we deliver what we had promised or what you had hoped for, but how can we learn from your own experience? Because, of course, we try to travel as much as we can, but mm-hmm. We can also learn from others. So we want to know what did you like and what can we work towards on your next vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Mary Catherine made a great point that, you know, it's all about trying to figure out you know, how you can maybe live your life in a little bit better, more fulfilling way mm-hmm. when you're making a resolution. So, so I hope that some of our listeners will call us and let us know what their resolutions are and what they plan to do in 2014 that maybe they haven't done previously. If you want to call us, the numbers are 855-0811 or 1-877-285-9348. And you can also join us for our live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. Margie, I would think that the work you do with your people, and please tell us a little bit more about your patients, if, or your patients, your clients, if you would. Um, but I would think that that would also be – feedback that you would get from them that, you know, wow, this has been life-changing for me. Would you talk about that just a little bit? Sure. Um, You know, that might be someone's goal is to, they have this vacation planned and, um, you know, they want to try to do everything that's on their agenda. And so, you know, I kind of build an exercise prescription to get them stronger and for them to enjoy their vacation as much as possible. So, you know, you can get pretty specific with that situation in their exercise and their health and wellness. Um, so like I need to be able to walk five miles without discomfort or comfortably, that sort of thing? 
Yes, and then we would build from, you know, where you are at the current moment and then progress from there. Um, I had, you know, just one gentleman that actually is on um, a vacation to Italy, and um, he had joined one of our um, one programs, and then it was ending, so then he was able to do our monthly Y Fitness for Life, and um, that was his goal, um, and he was diagnosed with the situation, and um, so we took all those considerations in, and and so hopefully I'm I'm he's enjoying his vacation with his wife as you know as full as he can. So. Yeah, he could be listening. You know, yeah. on, on the web. We're everywhere. Yeah. We're everywhere. <laughs> well, and I would think so. too, as as I think about this and tra- tying exercise in with travel, I would think that people, for example, if you want to take a trip where you're going to carry a pack. Most of us in our daily lives don't carry packs, and so is that something that you can train people into, and how how do you go about that? Definitely. Um, You know, you would add weight to that pack, and then depending on – and I have had, um, you know, participants that have – like they were climbing climbing um Kilimanjaro or Mount Kilimanjaro and so they had to train for that and so they had to get specific and and you know do the trails in Brown County and and different stuff like that besides the treadmill and the stairmaster mm-hmm. and the step mill at the Y yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you know some swimming things and and you know you can get specificity but also it's it's an overall cardiovascular and strength um situation so mm-hmm. it all works together do you put them in a freezer i'm just thinking you know kilimanjaro <laughs> sounds cold yeah, yeah. <laughs> no outside yeah you know, on saturday yeah, yeah. Yes. that'll work go but, try this outside but Fine. during the winter months yes uh-huh. Uh-huh. to get used to that and everything of course we you know we don't have an altitude tent yet, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that would be something to consider um, mm. when doing it. And sometimes it's just working through those things and talking about it. And I know the discussion yesterday in class, it was kind of funny because one of my staff members is actually from Wales. Mm. And um, I do triathlons and I was um, Ironman just came up with a new event, um, a 70.3 half iron me in there and so we were talking about that so i had all my cardiac rehab people and and wise and everybody and then four staff talking okay we're gonna plan this trip (laughs) (laughs) so margie can do this triathlon Uh but uh i don't know the water's 62 degrees all year round so i don't (laughs) but it would be a neat place to go and i guess it's beautiful where um, but, you know, you start conversations and people thinking about things and, and everything. Yeah. I would think that just really that's a great point, that even just having that discussion kind of plants a seed like, well, if Margie's can do that or if she's going there, <laughs> right. there are there. I, you know, I've wanted to go to this and such a place, but I never thought I could. And then you can work toward that goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Katie, I would think that your work would also be life-changing um, for people. Have you had feedback that, wow, you know, now that I'm eating better, I'm capable of this, this, and this? I have, yeah. And, um, I mean, the approach that I really try to, to emphasize when people come to me is not to go on a diet, mm-hmm. but to just eat healthfully for the rest, you know, for, for, for lifetime. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I've had a lot of patients that have come to me um, and they've been really restricting their intake because they think that that is what is healthy, Mm -hmm. but then that's not sustainable and they can't maintain that over the long term. Mm -hmm. So I've actually had people come to me and I've told them to eat more (laughs) in order to be healthy Mm -hmm. because if you, um, you know, are are eating what's, you know, considered reasonable and choosing healthful, nutritious foods, um, that's sustainable. And then you're going to be less likely on the weekend to overindulge Mm -hmm. or or things like that. So um, I've had a couple of success stories where people have emailed me much later on saying that they've lost 15 pounds because they've taken my advice to eat more on a daily basis and just choose really healthy foods. Wow, so that, okay, that seems a little counterintuitive, but it makes sense when you put it like that, yeah. You know, we're just finishing up the the holiday season when people have a tendency to probably eat more and Mm -hmm. drink more than they typically would, just 
take in more calories. So is, is this, you know, now, I mean, what do you tell people before a season like that or before a big special event? I I think what's most important is to really watch portion size um, and to really listen to your hunger and fullness signals because, you know, over the holidays, I'm not eating special low-fat dishes. I, I want my mom's almond tarts. And, um, you know, I want gravy on my taters and all these sorts of things. Um, but I... What I what I personally tend to do, and I, I recommend other people do it too, is you know if you're, for example, at a big family gathering with lots of foods, um, you know, put a small amount of whatever looks good, and then if it doesn't like taste super good, like don't finish it, but then uh-huh. maybe get a little more of what what does taste really uh-huh. good to you, um, but just to really you know enjoy the food, but not um, you know you, you don't have to. Uh, eat super large portions and then feel uncomfortable afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people come to you mm-hmm. and, you know, they talk to you at first about, you know, well, I, you know, I really need to to get more. I, I need to be healthier. I, I want to lose some weight. I need to eat better. I mean, what what are the, the biggest obstacles that they have when they when they start out? I and mean, what are the things that, that you know that they're going to have trouble with this and you know you're going to have to work with them? Um. I think the biggest thing is making time to plan mm-hmm. um, because our society is not set up mm-hmm. to, you know, be having sit-down meals with your family. It's, you know, more set up for on-the-go and fast food and, mm-hmm. you know, that's what's um, readily available. And that's also what our – I think our society is kind of conditioned towards those types of behaviors. So uh, – Really, really working with people on how they're how they're going to change their attitude and change their behavior to, um, you know, take the time to cook a meal and mm-hmm. and not um, and then also I think um, a lot of people will have misconceptions about what is healthy and what is is not healthy. You know, for example, when I made that you know fresh vegetables versus frozen vegetables, a lot of people say. Well, frozen vegetables aren't as healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, they are as healthy, and it's much better than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. um, I think overcoming a lot of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Do you um, advocate? Uh, there are a lot of. We're very lucky in Bloomington, and that there are a lot of places you can go and get um, kind of homemade food that's prepared and hot and ready to walk out the door with you. Do you advocate for that sort of thing a lot um, as far as, you know, if you can't, let's say you, you can't cook a, sure. a meal, you worked all day and right, you didn't right. get to the store or whatever, do you say, hey, go go get that salad bar or go get that hot food bar that's been... Absolutely. You know, Blooming Foods is a, a great example where they, um, you know, have home-cooked meals, you know, their hot bar and their salad bar and... Um, oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you have to – there's you know, a higher price for, for those types of convenience items, but um, I would I would definitely encourage that sort of thing. But even then, you know, that's still going to be more economical than, you know, going out to eat or fast food. Or, that or a heart attack. Right. right. Or a heart attack. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd like to hear your resolutions if you have them, if you want to give us a call. And we have some regulars, that ought to, a few regulars. Mm-hmm. That ought, maybe you ought to give us a call and let us know what their resolutions are. Yeah, like and we know. also have three great guests with us today. Um, Katie Shepard is a registered dietitian. So if you have any questions about, um, about eating better during 2014, and Margie Kobo is the adult health director at the YMCA, if you have any questions uh, comments about being more fit during 2014, and then also Debbie Isom, the manager of Travel Leaders Travel Agency. So if you have any questions, comments about travel and different types of travel and things that you might want to do in 2014, we have all the uh, all the right people here for you today. So please uh, give us a call. I'll give you the numbers again, then we're going to take a short break, 855-0811 in Bloomington. Or toll-free, 1-877-285-9348. Or you can go to our website for a live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. We'll be right back.
This is Noon Edition on WFIU. Production support comes from Smithville. Information at smithville.net. And IU School of Public Health Bloomington. Online at publichealth.indiana.edu. WFIU News covers South Central Indiana and the state each day. You can read news throughout the day as it's posted on our website at WFIU.org. And you can pick up a digest of all the top stories. It's like a newspaper delivered to your inbox each afternoon. It's a free and easy way to stay on top of not only the headlines, but also the in-depth audio, video, and print news stories you can't get anywhere else. Subscribe right now at WFIU.org news. Welcome back to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg from the Herald Times along with Mary Catherine Carmichael. And we're talking about New Year's resolutions today and how to stay fit, how to eat better, things that you might want to do for fun like travel. Uh, so if you want to give us a call, please do at 855-0811 or 877-285-9348. You can also join the live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. And our guests are Margie Cobo, the adult health director of the YMCA of Monroe County, Katie Shepard, a registered dietitian with Indiana University Health Center, and Debbie Isom, manager of Travel Leaders Travel Agency. So – the, you know, the, the idea of, of travel, um, you know, I, I, we had an idea. My wife and I were talking about going to Italy this year. And, you know, I've just been through a little health issue. I, you know, we're talking about travel and fitness and all those kinds of things. And it really came together for me when you were talking about it before because, you know, I just had a hip replaced. And before, when we were talking about traveling, I was like, I can't go unless mm. something happens that makes me able to to walk better, to be in less pain, I can't possibly go. So I can see, you know, it really sort of resonated with me when you were talking before about, Margie was talking about having people um, get more fit so they can can go on a trip. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make, make that point. Um, in terms of, of travel, what, do you have any, uh, any desire to travel somewhere this year? Do you have a resolution for where you want to go, Debbie? Um, I haven't thought much about this year because I planned so much for last year's trip. To Maui, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I took <laughs> two weeks, actually, and uh, went to three islands in Hawaii. So that was really wonderful with a friend of mine who had never been. Um, a couple of years ago, I went to Costa Rica. I'm mm-hmm. definitely in love with Costa Rica and want to go back many times in the future. But I have promised a nephew of mine graduated high school last year, and I promised him to go anywhere in the world that he might like to go. And he was a little overwhelmed with the, you know, entering college and those type of things. So he wanted to delay that a little bit. So I'm waiting to hear from him if he has something he'd like to do this year. What a lovely offer. Yeah. Yes. We picked something yes, really nice. You. And then there's mm-hmm. two sisters following that in a few years. So. Oh, <laughs> but they all get that as a gift. Oh, um, that's really He nice. had wanted to go down to um, – oh, now it skipped my mind – but where they're having the World Cup – Mm-hmm. In South in America, mm-hmm. yes, Brazil, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's quite pricey. So yeah, yeah. I've told him I love you dearly, but <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to have to forget that one. Right. Uh, and he's a little nervous about you know uh, political things down in that area. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Europe is something I would like to travel a little bit more to. So mm-hmm. perhaps taking a cruise in the Mediterranean or mm-hmm. Italy is uh, yeah. one of my top destinations. I'd like to get yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going, but yeah. Oh well. Yes. The, 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 uh, Margie, you know, you mentioned, you know, your resolution that you want to inspire somebody every day. I mean, you know, resolutions aren't all about, you know, helping yourself and about doing fun things. So, you know, I know I've, I heard uh, one of the people, you know, we, we at DHT honored a lot of people this year as everyday heroes. And one of the people said, you know, in retirement, he wanted to do three good deeds a day for people. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in how you came up with that resolution for yourself. Well, <laughs> it kind of came about um, because I I did my first Ironman, full Ironman event this past year, and um, somehow I, I inspired a lot of people. So it's not necessarily, I guess, inspiring, but kind of recognizing how I can inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so, an eye-opener for you when yes. you got that feedback? <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, 
And I actually, um, there was an article that came out in the Bloom magazine that explains a little bit about my journey, but uh, uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine and I were on a training ride, and, and we were hit by a vehicle, a hit and run on our bikes. Oh. And uh, so that was kind of a scary, eye-opening moment. But, uh, you know, it was a little hard to get back on the bike and, oh, and yeah. to actually do this event mm-hmm. five months later. <laughs> so it happened just five – when did that happen? Just it happened in April. In April. Wow. So you had to muster your courage more than just the regular kind of mind over body thing. It was really almost mind over mind in this case, courage over fear. Yes, yes. And then I I also run an endurance group at the Y. Um, and so triathlon season was just around the corner. <laughs> and so getting out on the bike with the participants and everything was one of the – hardest steps to, to overcome. So I had a few obstacles to overcome and a few problems to solve and and everything. And and uh, so, I don't know, I guess I inspired a lot of people um, just to do that. And, and I didn't set out to do that. I was It was just a bucket list thing because I was diagnosed with arthritis in my hip mm-hmm. um, two years ago. And so running has really been difficult for me, mm-hmm. but the cross-training of triathlon has really... Um, you know, kept me pretty healthy and mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that was just, you know, I knew I only had so many years with this hip before I needed to probably have it replaced. But mm-hmm. And that was on my bucket list, so I, I got it off. And hopefully that's another one of my travel plans because I usually um, plan – um, travel plans around some kind of event. So mm-hmm. I would like to do Arizona in 2015. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's how kind of, you know, it's just recognizing how I can inspire people. And and so, yeah. That's how I came you know, up bef- with that. before we started the program, Emily came in, uh, our producer was talking about how uh, she, in her research she found out that 8% of people who actually set uh, resolutions for themselves fulfill those resolutions um that sounds about right in my experience (laughs) um so you know i wonder about you know if 92 percent are failing i mean is is the whole idea of establishing resolutions really a sort of a bad idea if 92 percent can't keep them what do you guys think glass half empty much Mm -hmm. i mean there's the eight percent who do Eight versus 92. I think taking a particular time of year or a day and saying that, you know, I'm going to make this change in myself is a little far-fetched. I think it's better to have personal goals that you can actually, like the SMART goal Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that Katie had mentioned, where Mm -hmm. you can actually set a time limit on something and steps to achieve that goal and not just be so far-fetched or crazy with whatever Mm -hmm. your desire is is a better way to do it. Margie, you kept going back to accountability. Um, Sometimes that's hard for people. How do you manifest the accountability in your program? Um, A lot of communication um, and being in the moment. Um, Every time a class starts or through the middle of class and and kind of being there and, and we do a lot of things that um, we're always following up with participants. And, and um, you know, it's with a lot of programming that we do. If someone misses a class a couple times, you know, we're ca- the instructor's calling them and, hey, I miss you, are you okay, and, and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, you know, it is, accountability is huge, and it just shows that someone cares. How can how can you get some how can you establish accountability in your life if you're not participating in a class? Do you have any suggestions for people? Sure. Um, you know, making a goal and and then finding the reasons why you made that goal and and how you're going to do it. Um and trying to um realize that, you know, I don't know, we all know what's right and wrong <laughs> and the good things to do, mm-hmm. but to make a commitment um, is probably the biggest thing that, you know, how are we going? We want to do this, but how are we going to get there? And mm-hmm. what do we need to do to get there? Um, and some people, you know, it's great. They 
um, you know, they have a membership to the Y. They come in, they sign up for their machine and, you know, get on it and, and do their 30 minutes. And that's their goal for that particular time. Um, and, you know, I think our follow through and, 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 you know, missing people and, mm-hmm. and telling them, hey, we've missed you, you mm-hmm. know. Do you recommend people, when they establish a goal, tell a friend or somebody and say, look, this is what I want to do for myself? Um, yeah, write help it me. down, tell everybody that you know. And um, So when you yes. order that pie after lunch, somebody's going to call you on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Katie, you mentioned journaling before, mm-hmm. and could you talk a little bit about more about that concept of writing things down that, that, uh, and how that helps keep you accountable? Well, I think when you write it down, it means it really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also it's going to make you think twice about making a decision if you know you're going to have to write it down. You know, for example, if somebody has a bowl of M&Ms on their desk, um, you know, you, if you're not journaling, you might just say, oh, well, it's just a handful of M&Ms. What's the difference? Um, but, you know, if you're Oh, I'm going to have to write this down. Handful of M and M. Yeah. And another thing that people can do if you don't like to write things is to take pictures of your food. So oh, I've, I've um, done that before. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. uh, there's apps for it where you can just you know like snap a little mm-hmm. a little picture, and that can be um, less tedious than journaling. And sometimes you know people will journal at the very end of the day where you may not remember everything mm-hmm. you've done. So the picture can be another another useful tool. That's a great idea. I hadn't thought of. You know, um, we're we're kind of past the holidays now, where we've you know I know I ate my weight and dip over the holidays. I'm just <laughs> I, I love dip so much, but I've really finally bagged my limit on dip. So I'm I'm moving on to the next phase. But the next phase is is really the heart of winter, and that's when we tend to gravitate toward comfort food, um, which. Um, you know, as we all know, doesn't tend to be the healthiest. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, recommendations for ways that people can modify um, traditional comfort foods? I'm thinking, like, if you're a Hoosier, you like chicken and noodles. I have my own idea along those lines. I'll, I'll share if you want. But um, Or, you know, other um, – we would like starches, and at this time of year, there's something, you know, just very satisfying about that. What, what recommendations do you have along those lines? Um. I would say wintertime, focus on um, soups that are vegetable-based, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe like a butternut squash soup that's going to be, you know, lower in calories but still really satisfying and filling or um, like a hearty chili and make it with Mm -hmm. a lean protein or Mm -hmm. possibly like a soy protein and lots of beans that are really going to fill you up. Mm and I'm sure that – I don't know how to make chicken and noodles, but I'm sure you could modify it to make it healthy or add extra vegetables to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about like in place of um, mashed potatoes, just using a potato ricer? Sure. So you just have the the potato flavor and that fluffy, nice texture, but you don't have the added butter and milk. and. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do is do half potato and half cauliflower. Oh, that's another great mm-hmm. suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Do you have websites that you recommend people go to or cookbooks, specific cookbooks or something like that that you can kind of guide people toward or that you use a lot in your practice? Um, I really like uh, the Eating Well website. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they take a real whole foods approach. Um, That's the first one that comes to mind. Is it Mm eatingwell.com, something like that? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. All right. Our phone numbers again, 855-0811 or toll-free, 1-877-285-9348. You can also join the chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. You talked about an app for taking pictures. Um, there are a lot of fitness apps too, right, Margie? I mean, I, I know I have some experience with um, – I can't remember what it's called now, live live. Fit, fitness, one of them, that, mm-hmm. that tracks calorie intake and calorie um, whatever you use, sure. burnt calories burned. And, and I found that that made me very accountable. You, you were talking about the, the, the M&M 
rule. It's like if you're writing down everything that you're eating, you don't want to have to – I mean, maybe you can figure out how many calories there are in three M&Ms or something, but who wants three M&Ms? You know? So you just <laughs> avoid them altogether, and then you work out the exercise. Um, do you know other apps or any apps that, that – myfitness.com, my, I think, is one. Yeah, MyFitnessPal yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. is good, yeah. and there's one called Lose It. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a weight loss class, and we've kind of used both of those as their journal situation mm-hmm. um, because both of them you can um, – they have a really big database, and you can actually scan the barcodes on food, um, even like the packaged lettuce or I just bought organic beets at Blooming Foods, and I scan the barcode yeah. and – you know, then it goes right in there. And then you can add, then it has a whole database for exercises. So you can pick and how many minutes that you spent and and everything. And then you set up your own profile in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether you're male or female, how much you weigh and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it is, it's not totally accurate, but it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great way to, you know, kind of make yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Katie showed me an app on um, where you take a picture of your food and it actually calculates the calories in there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? Um, it's called Meal Snap. Meal Snap. So, and my oh. husband does that on um, when we've gone on vacations. He's actually lost weight because that's his goal, and and um, he just takes a picture of his food of all of his meals and then he posts it on Facebook, and so. You know, then everybody can make him accountable for what he's eating. <laughs> I'm big on doing that as well. Yeah. Thank you goodness I don't have the app about the calories. Yeah. <laughs> you, one of the things I like most about the show is that we do always seem to have an amazing group of a panel of experts in the room with us. And so I, I want to take advantage of, of all your uh, expertise today. In each of your fields, what are kind of some of your favorite tips or tricks that people who work with you benefit from um, in the course of your teaching them and training them. Um, do you want to start with travel tips that we might not think of, or uh, what, what's your favorite advice when you give advice? Or Well, definitely for me, it's eating local. Um, uh-huh. You know, enjoy mm-hmm. that experience. It actually gets you out talking to the locals. You can have some amazing experiences and have some awesome story shared with you just by doing that um, and then the food that you can get and usually at a more economical price and you avoid those crowds of tourists that are there mm-hmm. I hardly ever visit a chain restaurant it has you know it has to be just a spur of the moment thing that I, I don't have any time right now mm-hmm. but um, and then um, I enjoy writing a travel journal you know I, I'm not an eloquent writer but yet you do so much on your trips that the tiny things you might forget about, whereas if you can just take the time in the evening to write down some of the things that you did that day, people you spoke to, uh, some out-of-the-ordinary mm-hmm. place you went to, a restaurant that you visited, it's really wonderful, I think, especially like in a cold winter, if you can reflect on that warm destination and and you know say, oh, wow, do you remember when we stopped in that little shop and we spoke to the lady that you know came from Australia, her and her sister moved here and opened this shop or something like that? Um, always pack light. People, especially with the weight restrictions, you know, mm-hmm. 50 pounds, one bag, paying fees. Um, try to pack as light as you can. Have your laundry done. Do your laundry. If you forgot it, buy it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's some tips I have for you. Those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Margie? Um, I think just be active and do things that you enjoy um, because if you – um, do things that you don't like to do, <laughs> then you're not going to continue to do them. So, mm-hmm. you know, set goals and and then find out what you really like to do um, and be as active as you can. And there's a lot of things out there um, that, you know, there's apps on smartphones. There's um, things called Fitbits <laughs> that actually um, record um, you know, your quality of sleep. And and that's kind of the, you know, there's different processes of um, exercise and especially if you're training or something like that. But one of the biggest things is 
eating enough mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also getting enough rest. Mm-hmm. Do you tell – okay, say, let's say somebody comes to you and says, you know, I really like walking, but I'm bored. You know, I walk on my treadmill at home every day, and I'm really good about it, but I'm just really bored. And So what do you tell somebody like that? Well, um, you know, one thing is, is find a friend to walk with um, or, um, you know, listen to music while you walk. Um, you know, if, you, if you're walking the same route in your neighborhood, try it backwards. You do see um, different things. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, if you're stuck inside and because the weather's so bad, um, you know, chase your dog around circles or <laughs> um, go in, up and down your stairs and go up and down sideways, go up and down, um, go backwards. Um, you know, there's always different ways to move. Um, dance with music, if, even if you can't dance, especially if you're by yourself in your yeah. house. Right. <laughs> no right. one can see you. Um, so it's it's all about being active, and we can use our own body weight um, to produce that activity overload mm-hmm. as long as we're moving mm-hmm. and, um, or just, you know, getting our mind and body to work together and um, to kind of sometimes create resistance. But... Um, there's always, you know, in every muscle in the body, uh, there's 50 exercises for it. So it's sometimes it's just thinking out of the box and getting yeah. a little creative. Well, that, that was one of the things that I learned from myfitnesspal.com is, is when you looked at or the, the app, when you looked at um, all the activities and, and it broke down the calories. If like um, when I started I think the the parking lot was under construction here, and mm-hmm. so I'd be parking way over on at the, the 10th Street, uh, the 10th Street, the Jordan Jordan parking yeah. garage, and so it was like a six minute walk over here and a six minute walk back, and you'd look at that and it would calculate how many calories you'd you'd burn. Then you then it made me think, well, if I you know park farther away from where my destination is and walk there, I'm burning more calories and. And you know, mowing mowing the yard is is in that list. So you know, if you're using a push mower instead of riding on a mower, you're burning a lot more calories. So there are just a lot of different. It's just like you said, there are a lot of different ways to burn calories. So. And being functional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. And you know, everything that you do every day, whether it's sitting in a chair, then you have good posture. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> or get a ball. Or yeah. get a ball. Yeah. Yep. Katie, I didn't, we haven't given you a crack at your, your favorite tips and tricks. Eat breakfast. Eat breakfast. Yeah. Um, Even if you're not at breakfast. My, my stomach does not wake up until 10 a.m. That's fine. Eat breakfast at 10 a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't – it doesn't matter to me what, what – you know, as long as it's before noon, I suppose. Um, but, uh, you know, studies have shown that people who eat breakfast have lower BMIs. And I think part of that is – you know, if you skip breakfast, you're going to have to make up for those calories at some point. Mm-hmm. And you're likely going to be making up for them late at night. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be choosing very healthful foods at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can get into the routine of eating breakfast every day and, you know, just choose something that's that's really healthy, whether it be, you know, a bowl of, you know, just as simple as a bowl of oatmeal, then mm-hmm. at least you're starting out off your day right with getting something nutritious in your system. Do you subscribe to the eat like a king in the morning, a prince in the at noon, and a pauper in the evening? I've never heard that before. I haven't either. <laughs> oh, really? I know. No, yeah. It's, it's, if you, back me yes. up. Have you heard this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of front loads your calorie intake so you have the whole day to burn off your mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. calories that you take in. Mm-hmm. And so you take in the most in the morning and fewer in, at noon and then very few in the evening. Yeah. Mm. Well, that makes pretty good sense. Stick with me. Well, yeah. You know, well, I'll learn. you can learn anything. That's right. <laughs> well, we have a caller. We've, we've slipped in one caller before we're, we're out of time. So we have Frank uh, from Bloomington. And Frank, go ahead. Frank, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, go right ahead. Okay. Can, can, can you hear me? Yes, sure. sir. Okay. I just have a small comment. A small comment to make. Uh, you've been talking a lot about weight loss and calories and so on. There's something that uh, every fun drive on WTIU, it seems like he shows up, Dr. Joel Furman. And um, 
I've read a couple of his books, and they're really good on the matter of eating uh, nutritiously and uh, weight loss. Now, I'm not, I've never had particularly a problem with weight, but if you'll eat the way he recommends, the weight will just melt off of you. You don't pay any attention to calories. It does require for a lot of people that they change their way of eating. Doesn't mean you can't have spare ribs and the like, but you only have that occasionally. The biggest thing he mentions from my point of view is he said, pin it up on your refrigerator. Remember the salad is the main dish. Uh, in that regard, I have a huge, I really mean huge, it would serve four people or five in the normal distribution of salads at a meal, but um, having that as your basis and eating breakfast with grains, I make up a porridge with nuts and seeds and raisins and flax seeds and all sorts of things and oats, um, and eating a light lunch, I think you would find, and eating fruit, fresh fruit, I think you would find that you don't have to think about weight. Your body will just adjust down to a natural weight for you, and it'll usually be one that you um, like when you look in the mirror, even sideways. All right. <laughs> okay, Frank, we're, we're, we're out of time. We really appreciate your call, and I'm going to get Katie's reaction to what you said. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, yeah, I've, I've never heard of the, the writer that he was speaking of, but uh, I would – totally agree that eating lots of salad and um, whole grains um, and occasionally indulging in spare ribs sounds like a great plan. <laughs> okay, we're out of time. I want to thank everybody for being here today. Margie, thank you. Margie Cobo, Katie Shepard, uh, Debbie Isom, for Mary Catherine Carmichael. Emily Wright, this is Emily's last day producing Noon Edition. We're she gonna, has been a great producer We are going to miss her a great deal. It's going to be hard to carry on without her, but we'll try. And Mike Pashkash, our engineer, for uh, all those people. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Salzberg. is a production of WFIU and the Herald Times. A podcast of this and other WFIU programs is available at WFIU.org. Production support comes from Smithville, a locally owned business serving central and southern Indiana since 1922 with residential and business internet, voice, and security services. Smithville, local pride, global technology. Information at smithville.net and from IU School of Public Health Bloomington, addressing public health needs by preventing disease, promoting health, and improving quality of life across the state and around the world through research, teaching, and community engagement, offering undergraduate and advanced degrees, publichealth.indiana.edu.